is everybody in is everybody in the podcast is about to begin graveyard grumbler podcast hello everyone welcome to episode 59 of the graveyard grumbler podcast i am your host tina romero jr aka the graveyard grumbler today we have another serial killer coming your way yes i know the people in the back are yeah grumbler serial killer shit yeah i'm all about that well you are welcome i am a gracious god (laughs) for those of you who've watched the movie 300 which is an excellent film by the way go check it out if you haven't you'll understand what i'm saying when i when i say that part today we are again serial killers you know uh, today's episode is actually going to be about the choke and stroke killer aka samuel little i'm going to be honest i never heard about samuel little until just recently that i started doing a bunch of uh, serial killer research and and episodes so i noticed that when i looked up serial killers his name pops up as the most prolific serial killer in the united states now when you think of prolific you think of Famous guys or infamous people like Jeffrey Dahmer, uh, Richard Ramirez, Ted Bundy. You have a bunch of other, uh, you know, a bunch of other names that pop up along the, the along with that that search. You know, uh, most prolific serial killers. However, Samuel Little has way more victims than Jeffrey Dahmer, Richard Ramirez, and Ted Bundy. I I didn't know. I mean, he has more than the Green River Killer as well. So when I started doing a little bit of the research and trying to figure out exactly what was going on with Samuel Little, I was really shocked on the amount of shit that I found. So, you know, uh, no, no, I'm I'm not going to delay anymore. Let's let's get let's get let's get into the let's get into the fucking episode. I know you're like, Tino, shut up. Let's get into it, boy. So here we go. Who is Samuel Little? Samuel Little was born June 7th, 1940 in Reynolds, Georgia, to a mother he claimed was a prostitute. Soon after his birth, Little's family moved to Lorraine, Ohio, where he was brought up mainly by his grandmother. You know, I started looking about more information about his about Little claiming that his mother was a prostitute. I didn't really find much. There's not really deep into uh, his his family or when he was little there's not there's not really much information that gives out a bunch of who he was i i didn't find anything where he tortured animals or was obsessed with uh, uh the insides of people or fascinated with death in itself i, I didn't i didn't find anything r- really into uh, in depth on what and you know, on what what causes man to, to kill so little attended hawthorne junior high school where he had problems with discipline and achievement in 1956, being convicted of breaking and entering into property in Omaha, Nebraska, Little was Little was held in an institution for juvenile offenders. So when he was in junior high, he went to he went to juvenile hall. Is that really bizarre, crazy? No, I, I don't think so. If you're breaking and entering, entering, in my opinion, is yes, I know it's illegal before I go any further. I know that it is illegal. However, you know, a lot of times kids are curious, peer pressured and just want to go in and break shit without it actually belonging to to actual people it's just an abandoned building you want to go and just you know i mean a lot of times people want to steal and go sell the shit that they steal i understand that because i did a lot of breaking and entering when i was a child or when i was a youngster now i'm very thankful that i didn't get caught or arrested for any of that because i would have a rap sheet and i don't want a rap sheet so i'm very glad that i never got caught but is it bizarre does it show that he actually was headed towards a life of murdering people? No, I don't. I don't see that as a little kid. But let, let's continue. Little moved to Florida. Little moved to Florida to live with his mother in his late twenties, working at various times as a cemetery worker. Little 
said he then began traveling more widely and had more run-ins with the law, being arrested in eight states for crimes that include, included DUI, fraud, shoplifting, solicitation, armed robbery, aggravated assault, and rape. Okay, now this is where we can start seeing the downfall or the downward spiral where he is he just has a problem with conforming to rules and regulations in the law. Rape is a really serious crime. Fuck people who rape people. Fuck those motherfuckers. And for, I mean, armed robbery, that's pretty fucked up too. You know, I've been, I've actually been robbed a couple times. Uh, most recently was back early uh, or mid 2000s. And I, th- I don't remember. Or, yeah, early 2000s. I got robbed at a gas station. Someone pulled a, a pistol out on me while I was uh, fueling up my mom's car and uh, just took my, took my $200 that I had with me. And I was I was pissed. I was pissed. And unfortunately, where I was standing, you couldn't see the camera. The camera wasn't positioned to see the individual that held me up. Plus, I mean, the the dude had a had a hoodie on, uh, and it was a uh, zipped up, or the, the 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 tie string was pulled, so all you can see really was his eyes. And it it was it was a typical person dressed as as as, a, as an armed robber, which really pissed me off. I was, man, I was so mad. But back, back to back to little. Uh, he, I don't, I don't see why he would do, I, I mean, arm armory is such an asshole thing to do. Shoplifting, solicitation, robbery, or aggravated assault. That's, that's fucked up. Uh, so when did he start killing again? It was really difficult for me to find a, 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 a direct link. And you know how like Jeffrey Dahmer, when we talk about it, when we spoke about it last week, he started he started uh, diving into murdering people and he started being fascinated with the bones of the animals and the innards of the animals and preserving them and stuff like that. And then he talked about wanting to kill the jogger. That was the first time where he had ideations of, of, of harming others. So with little, it didn't really have a clear path on how it escalated from what he was doing uh, to where he started murdering people. Now, I understand that with certain crimes comes certain, not consequences, but uh, casualties, for lack of a better word, where if you're going to rob somebody and they don't want to give it to you or they identified you, then you're going to kill them. And that's an unfortunate part of armed robbery and uh, uh, other crimes that, that are committed with force. You know, it, it's just a shitty thing. But unfortunately, that's the that's the bad. So when did he start killing again? There wasn't a clear, a clear direction, a clear path to when he actually said, you know what, I'm going to start killing now. So in 1982, Little was arrested, arrested in Pascagoula, Pascagoula, Mississippi, and charged with the murder of 22 year old Melinda Rose LaPree, who had gone missing in September of that year. A grand jury declined to indict him for the murder. How? See, what, what I mean, I, I, I know how. I mean, there, there was a lack of evidence or a lack of uh, uh, well, pretty much evidence that that ultimately points and charges him with the crime. So I, I can understand why he didn't get him. But again, this is another killer that was right in the fingertips of of the law to where if he would have been convicted, it would have kept a, a few more people, you know, safe. For the time being, would he have if he was convicted for murder, he probably would have served several years, you know, five to 10, maybe 20 years, depending on how harsh the the punishment would have been for that state. Do do I think that that the law enforcement dropped the ball or not law enforcement, but the justice system dropped the ball? Yes and no. Yes, because, damn, you know, this motherfucker murdered him. What more do you need? 
I mean, I understand 100% clear evidence. However, whoever the defense lawyer was for little to get him off for for murder charges and the jury failed to indict him. Damn, I hate to say it, but fuck, man, hats off. You're doing your job really well. While under investigation, Little was transferred to Florida to be brought to trial for the murder of 26-year-old Patricia Ann Mount, whose body was found September 1982. Prosecution witnesses identified Little in court as a person who spent time with Mount the night before her disappearance. Due to mistrust of witness testimonies, Little was acquitted in January 1984. So what I got from that was that he was found guilty or he was um, uh, charged with another murder. There are several witnesses saying that, yeah, that's a, that's a motherfucker that was with that was with her the night he, he she disappeared. But because they didn't believe the witness or the witness wasn't credible or wasn't convincing enough, they ultimately let little go or failed to indict him because the witness wasn't credible. What the fuck am I missing something for if I have any listeners that are lawyers or studying law to some, to to become a lawyer, please message me uh, Graveyard Grumbler podcast on Instagram or you can email me directly at Graveyard Grumbler at mail dot com not Gmail, but at mail dot com. I would love to talk to you about the shit that I'm reading and have you on the show to help better explain what exactly all this legal mumbo jumbo means and why do so many killers and oh, actually not killers, but why so many criminals get off on on lesser charges or no charges at all? Please let me know. Hit me up. I will have you on the show and we will have a ball. I guarantee it. October 1984, Little moved to California where he stayed in the vicinity of San Diego. Little was arrested for kidnapping, beating, and strangling strangling 22-year-old Lori Bar- Barros, who survived. So now, now he, again, he, he's just going on a, a random rapid crime spree to where there, to me, it, I, I see that the young gals are are his main target. So unfortunately that, you know, he's, 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 uh, pr- he's, uh, praying on, on young, on young gals for, you know, it, it, whatever pleasures that, that he might have, or he just might truly enjoy killing. We don't know yet that again, that's some information that was held from us. And it's, it, it's, it's, I, I need more information, need more information. So let's keep going. One month later, he was found by police in the backseat of his car with an unconscious woman, also beaten and strangled in the same location as the attempted murder of Barros. So now the cops caught caught him with his hand in the cookie jar, literally. Not only did is there an unconscious woman who got the shit beat out of her, now they can pin the other murder or they can pin the other attempted murder of Barros on Little as well. So that is good for law enforcement. That is good for the public as well. I don't think that... So many people would imagine him being so careless. You know, I, I I only say that because with the other information that we've had from the, the previous serial killers that that, that I have uh, done episodes on, they were real meticulous on what they did post murder. They made sure that they didn't leave a lot of evidence. I mean, even Richard Ramirez had what was one of the most difficult ones to catch. He he didn't leave much of anything around after this after he committed the crime. So it made it it made it real difficult for for law enforcement to to pin him to any murders. However, little just seems like. He just balls out and he doesn't really give a fuck. I mean, he maybe there was some some grandeur of of immunity or 
or was there some kind of uh, complex to where it, it was just an arrogance like yeah i'm not gonna get caught anyway you know i've done it before you know i don't i don't know i don't know Little served two and a half years in prison for both crimes. Upon his release in February 1987, he immediately moved to Los Angeles and committed more than 10 additional murders. All right. So I, I retract my previous statement where when I said that if he had been locked up for several years, would that have steered him into a different direction and prevented him from killing? Obviously, absolutely not. But that's not my main point. My main point is how in the fuck can he be he can be in a car with someone who is dead and be linked up to another attempted murder and only get two and a half years for both crimes? What in the actual fuck? I mean, am I am I am I truly missing something or is or was was his defense lawyer that damn good that he was able to to be charge of lesser for, for I mean be charged but not give given harsh sentence two and a half years for an attempted murder and a murder what the fuck what's the, I mean really how how did he get only two and a half years and then because of that once he moved to to Los Angeles he committed 10 more uh, he, uh, he committed 10 additional murders so now at this point he has he has killed 11 people successfully now 11 11 people now Oh, my gosh. Let's continue. Boy, I tell you. Little was arrested on September 5th, 2012 at a homeless shelter in Louisville, Kentucky, and extradited to California to face a narcotics charge, after which authority used DNA testing to establish that he was involved in the murders of Carol Eileen Elford, killed on July 13th, 1987, Guadalupe Duarte Apodaca, killed on September 3rd, 1987, and Audrey Nelson Everett, killed on August 14th, 1989. All women were killed and later found on the streets of Los Angeles. So he he just went. I mean, obviously, his main targets seemed just number one women. I mean, he, he's off. He's obviously a predator. Uh, I mean, it doesn't matter what kind of predator. He's obviously a fucking predator where all he all he targeted was women. And fuck that fool for the target, man. Fuck that guy. You know what I mean? There's there's not many words to <laughs> to express that anger and, and, and disbelief where where this fucking predator targets women because of whatever reason he thinks that he can again i don't know i i don't have much information about him uh however that's a lot of people he's killed in a short amount of time i mean god damn i i i lost count i mean i'm not a math magician or anything but oh, fucking hell so let's keep going little was extradited to los angeles where he was charged on january 7th 2013 so from the sound of it when he was arrested at the homeless shelter in louisville kentucky kentucky he was not released again. He was kept in and, and all these murders were, were racked up against him, which is a good thing for the public. Finally, keep that motherfucker in, in prison. You know, that's that's the best thing. That's what the prisons are for, obviously. A few months later, police said Little was being investigated for involvement for three dozen murders committed in the 80s, which until then had been undisclosed. In connection with the new circumstances in Mississippi, the LaPree murder case was reopened. Well, that's good. Now they can actually pin this shit on this motherfucker and and get, and make him pay and do the time for the crimes, you know. But I mean, for... For them to have three dozen murders committed in the 80s, three dozen murders, that's a lot of people he killed in the 80s. My question, and again, I, I retract my previous statement to where, where I meant, where I said that he was sloppy in not covering up and uh, just being too blazon or brazen, excuse me, too brazen in, in, in the crimes. I retract that because if you, he was able to get rid of three dozen murders 
in the 80s, then obviously he was a lot more careful and and uh, he just was more he he just took way more precautions into being caught and leaving the bodies to where people can discover them. I mean, that, that just, that just doesn't make any sense for them to have that many many murders. Little was tested for involvement in 93 murders of women committed in several U S states. Yes. You, you heard me right. You heard me right. Little was tested for involvement in 93 murders of women committed in several U.S. states. So they tested him, his DNA. They tested his DNA and they were looking at 93 murders that were committed and with the hopes of pinning all 93 murders on Little. Remember when I said that he was the most prolific serial killer in the in the United States? Yeah, we're getting to the reason why he is the most prolific serial killer in the United States. You'll be surprised on what is said by Mr. by Mr. Little. So I won't keep you in suspense because I'm in suspense. Again, I keep repeating. I keep repeating this. It's not because I I know you, uh, my listeners don't don't uh, pay attention, but it's because it, it, it blows my mind that. When I'm writing this this research down and and doing the and putting the information on paper, I don't really read into it. I I read the high points and I start reading some stuff, but when I'm actually reading it over, doing it for the episode, I'm shocked on the fucking information that I read. <laughs> so I'm learning this stuff just like you are. So uh, let's go to trial and incarceration uh, again. When 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 I started doing this, it was a real short, not doc, not documentary, but there, there was a little, there was compressed information on on exactly what was going but we're, we're going to go into the trial incarceration little was tried for the murders of elford nelson and apodaca in september 2014 the prosecution presented the dna evidence as well as testimony of witnesses who were attacked by the accused at different times throughout his criminal career so they have two whammies against him is the double whammy whoa whoa wham, wham double whammy you know what i mean that was stupid <laughs> i apologize for the cringe on that one <laughs> But now they have DNA evidence linking him to the murders. And on top of that, they have credible witnesses who were friends with the attacked and and the victims. Good. Good for them. Fuck the defense attorney. You should you should not. Whoever took that case after he was uh, he was linked to the suit to so many murders. You should be ashamed of yourselves. I get it. I get it. Everyone is innocent uh, until proven guilty. But look at his track record. He has the the track record showing that he's probably not innocent. And in this case, we are right. He is not innocent. So fuck that, def- that defense lawyer for trying to get him off uh, again after being charged with for even even defending him. Fuck you. So. On September 25th, 2014, Little was found guilty and was sentenced to life without the possibility of parole. So I'll get to that. I'll get to that statement later. I mean, I'll get to what I'm going to say after I read that later. It just it just irks the shit out of me. So on the day of the verdict, Little continued to insist on his innocence. Of course, he's going to insist on his innocence. You think he's going to sit there and say, yeah, well, yeah, I did it. You know, thanks for catching me. Uh, good job, everybody. <laughs> oh, yeah, you'll, you'll you'll be surprised. Hold on. On November 9th, 2018, Little confessed to the 1996 fatal strangulation of Melissa Thomas. On November 13th, 2018, Little was charged with the 1994 murder of Denise Christie Brothers in Odessa, Texas, after having confessed a crime to a Texas Ranger in, on May 2000, or in May 2018. 
So I think what that what happened there, what, yeah, he confessed. He confessed to the fucking murders. He confessed to killing people. So what what I think happened was he realized that, okay, I'm already convicted. I'm serving a life sentence. So there's not really much left for me to hold on to to try to save face or get a reduction of of, a reduced sentence. It's not going to happen. You are you are already sentenced to to life in prison. You're done. There's nothing going There's nothing going to happen regarding your life sentence you're you it's a wrap so i think by him confessing maybe he realized that fuck it i might as well just tell everybody what happened just because just because i feel like it there's nothing they can do to me i'm pretty much immune i'm I'm, there's nothing more they can do to me that they haven't already done which is convict them for for murder little pleaded guilty to the murder of brothers on december 13th and received another life sentence the Ector County, Texas District Attorney of Wise County, Texas Sheriff's Office announced on November 13th that Little had confessed to dozens of murders and may have committed more than 90 across 14 states between 1970 and 2005. Okay, let me let me reread that to you because I don't know if, if that actually registered in, in the brain cells. So let me let me reread that. Okay. Little confessed to dozens of murders and may have committed more than 90 across 14 states between 1970 and 2005 90 murders he could he he have he has committed in 14 different states between 1970 and 2005 more than 90 more more than 90 he has killed he said that he has killed more than 90 people during his killing spree and his his stints of freedom. Nine, now, remember when I mentioned again, I'm, I'm going to repeat this, where I said that he was the most prolific serial killer in the United States. Well, that's the reason he confessed to over 90 murders. He confessed to killing over 90 people in the United States and think about it let let the let the sink in let the sink in okay he a while back when when he when his first victim he attempted to kill her he beat the shit out of her and strangled her but she survived and then the following day or shortly after that he killed somebody and was found with someone inside of his car who was unconscious who who he killed and because of those two incidences he only received two and a half years of of of, of uh, imprisonment or jail time, two and a half years for killing one person and almost killing another. He was released, and in the span of of uh, however long he was out until he was finally caught, he confessed to over ninety murders, ninety of them. He killed ninety over ninety people. That blows my fucking mind. That really does. On November 15, 2018, the Russell County, Alabama District Attorney announced that Little had earlier that month confessed to the 1979 murder of 23-year-old Brenda Alexander, whose body was found in Phoenix City, Alabama. He ju- he's just like a it's just word vomit. I mean, like I said, what 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 what's left for them to do? He was already sentenced to life in prison. He's not getting. He knows that nothing's happening. He's not going to be released from prison, and it's a done deal. He is not going to be 
let let out ever again. So why not confess to everything that he's done? I mean, I would. If I was locked up like that and I knew I had a life sentence and it wasn't going to be reduced, there's no chance of me getting out before I die. Yeah, of course I would. I'd start, I, I would start uh, confessing, to, confessing to every little fucking thing I did, man. Back, It would be so ridiculous to where... I would I would sit there and say, man, back when I was seven years old, I stole this little three wheeler toy with a little plastic blue man on there from the swap meet. And I put it in my pocket. You know, that was that's when that's when I first started committing crimes. And I just started going up from my drug use to, to all the way till present time where I I uh, uh, how many murders I committed and what I've what I've done in prison. I mean, what are they going to do to me? There There is nothing they can do to me. I already have a life sentence. Slap another life sentence on me. That is fucking ridiculous. The next worst thing they can do. Well, except for California. Uh, is is a uh, electric chair or gas chamber but uh, i believe california is in a capital punishment state anymore so there's no there, there's no there's no chance of of the individual being being sent to, uh, on to death penalty so what what i mean he literally has nothing to lose he's just going to sit there and chill three hots in a cod and enjoy his time in prison you know hopefully he doesn't get fucked up by the inmates but uh, from what from my understanding uh, other than uh well, I'm not going to go into prison politics because I don't really know prison politics. I just know what I've read and what people have told me. Uh, and a lot of times whenever you have uh, such a prolific killer like that, they're usually segregated for for their protection and the protection of the inmates. Because there has uh, there, there has been cases where a serial killer or someone who has murdered multiple people has actually killed people in the prison because they just can't stop killing. So for the protection of inmates and and the and the accused they, I'm pretty sure they kept him in, in a solitary confinement. So, I mean, in, well, Charles Manson, I know they kept him in segregation for uh, up until he died because people hated him. They wanted him to die so bad that it wasn't, you know, instead of, you know, letting him get killed in, in general population, they kept him separate from everybody else. So I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what they did with Samuel Little. I mean, that's just too many people. And plus, you have to keep him segregated because how are you going to get all the information from him if he's dead? It doesn't make any sense. Let's continue. On November 16th, 2018, Macon, Georgia, sheriffs announced that Little credibly confessed to the 1977 strangulation murder of an unidentified woman and the 1982 strangulation murder of 18-year-old Fredonia Smith. In the fall of 2018, Little confessed of the 1982 murder of 55-year-old Dorothy Richards and the 1996 murder of 40-year-old Daisy McGuire. Both of their bodies were found in Houma, Louisiana. God damn, he it's only women. He only killed fuck that motherfucker, killing only women, man, bitch. You know, it, it what what blows my mind was that he was just so open and and free to and willing to to share everything that he did, you know, all the murders that he committed. November 19, 2018, Harrison County, Mississippi, Sheriff Harrison County, Mississippi Sheriff Troy Peterson said Little had confessed confessed to strangling 36-year-old Julia Critchfield in the Gulfport area in 1978 and dumping her body off a cliff. Can you imagine that? I mean, they're already dead. Throw them off a fucking cliff. God damn. Little also confessed to killing 46-year-old Nancy Carol Stevens in Tupelo, Mississippi in 2005, and that case would be presented to a grand jury in 2019. You know, I'm glad that he's being convicted for, for you know, more murder, for everything that he's done, all, all the all the killing and murders that, murdering that he did. I'm glad that they they finally pinned it on something, because I could imagine for the family, there might have been some kind of closure 
and maybe some kind of justice to help them cope with with the with their family member being being snatched away from them at such a young age. I, I could imagine that maybe just maybe knowing who killed your 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 family member, close friend, or whoever it is, there's some kind of closure. I'm I'm hoping that that's the case, and maybe that's the reason why they they continued pinning murders on on Samuel Little when you already have two life sentences back to back <laughs> you know it, it's so funny when when i hear people getting a life sentence you are sentenced to two life sentences con- two consecutive life sentences it's so funny because it's it makes me think that well once i once i i uh, i complete my first life sentence then cuz i mean to me life sentence means that you are sentenced to that term until you die correct correct so when I die and then I come back to life, when I'm uh, resurrected like Jesus, that I, I'm going to have to, I'm going to be able to take a break, you know, go out for a little stroll, have some Jamba juice, have a little Smith cookie, drink some coffee. And then when I'm good and ready, I can start serving my second life sentence. <laughs> unless, you know, unless they say consecutive life sentence, life sentence. So when, when I die at the ripe age of, of uh, ripe old age of 99, and the doctors somehow or some some weird reason I come back to life, I immediately, immediately start serving my my second life sentence because the judge said consecutive life sentences like that. That's going to make a difference on on how long I'm going to serve. <laughs> well, funny thing is, I, I, I said all that to mention this. There was a guy in prison. I can't remember what state he was, but he died of a heart attack. He fucking died like he coded on the table. The doctors had the, the doctors and nurses for the prison worked their ass off to save this this inmate. They they brought him back to life, and he called his lawyer immediately after being strong enough to do so. And he asked for his case and his sentences to be to be completed in full. And when the judge asked, "What the fuck are you talking about?" the guy said, "Well, I died. the The doctors had to bring me back to life, so I can I I." I served my life sentence, so am I free to go? <laughs> I mean, that's the technicality. He died. He literally died. Like he he flatlined, and medical staff brought him back to life. And his concern was, okay, I served my life sentence, so I'm free to go because you said that my life sentence and my life had expired at that point in time, so I'm I'm free to go. <laughs> No, he didn't go. He didn't go. The doctor, I mean, the doctor, the, the judge said, man, shut the fuck up and give it your ass back in prison. You're not going anywhere. <laughs> uh, let's continue. November 19th, 2018, Harrison County, Mississippi, Sheriff Troy Peterson said Little had confessed to, strangle, to strangling 36-year-old Julia Critchfield. Oh, hold on. Also, oh, I already read that. I'm sorry. Uh, let's skip to the next one. November 21st, 2018, Richland County, South Carolina authorities announced that Little confessed to murdering 19-year-old Evelyn Weston, whose body was found near Fort Jackson, South Carolina in 1978. God damn, Little confessed to having killed 20-year-old Rosie Hill in Marion County, Florida in 1982. God damn it. November 27th, 2018, the FBI announced that a violent crime apprehension program team had confirmed 34 of Little's confessions and working to match the remainder of Little's confession to known murders or suspicious deaths. 
Littles began making the confessions in exchange for a transfer out of Los Angeles County prison. So when Little confessed, I mean, so I mean, the, the grand surprise, I, 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 it's hard for me to tell you this part of information without really revealing the, 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 the more information. Little confessed to killing 93 people in total, 93 people in total. And because the FBI had already matched 34 four of the 93 victims that Littles has confessed to, uh, everyone, I mean, everybody uh, realized that he's probably not lying or fabricating the fact that he killed so many people. So they, I, I believe that's one of the few times where he, the, the credit, the credible source of information gave no reason for anyone to doubt that he killed 93 people. So 93 people's lives he taken and FBI already confirmed 34 out of the 93. What do you think about that? Let me know. Graveyard Grumbler podcast on Instagram or Graveyard Grumbler podcast on Podbean. And let me know. I, 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 I answer anyone and everyone who messages me. I have no problem answering them. So. Uh, I want to know, what do you think of of the 93 people that he claims he killed? When I first looked over that, I thought he was completely full of shit until I read more information regarding what, what was going on with, with uh, Mr. Little and all of the murders that he had committed. It, 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 it's one of those things where you're like, what? That's a fucking far out number. But is the number outrageous because we ourselves don't want to believe that someone is capable of such atrocities where 93 people's lives were taken by one person is that one of those to where you don't want to believe it because it makes you get wiggly and you're like oh fuck that's that's that makes you get that weird feeling in the back of your your throat and makes you cringe a little like ugh. so you don't want to believe it for your own sake or is it because it's just literally really difficult to to believe that he killed 93 people yeah, you be the judge. Let me know. Graveyard Grumbler podcast at in, on Instagram. Graveyard Grumbler podcast on Podbean or Graveyard Grumbler at mail.com. Let me know what you think. I'm interested. Little had drawn portraits of many women he killed. These portraits were released by the FBI in hopes of someone identifying the women. At least one portrait has solved a cold, cold case in Akron, Ohio. So, again, it's just more and more in... Uh, solidifying that he literally killed all these people he started drawing portraits of everybody that he killed and he, one cold case was already solved you can just go go on the internet and just type in uh samuel little uh, victim portraits and all of his drawings will pop up on the internet showing how many people uh, he he killed and from and th these were all based off memory these are all individuals individual people that he killed himself and he's redoing the portraits just based off of memory from when he's seen him. This is from way back in the 1970s when he first started killing up until 2015, 920, I don't know when, when, when he stopped killing or 2020, he was already in prison. So before then, I think it was like 2007, 2009, maybe around there where, where he stopped doing his, his last bit of killing. That's a long spread from the 70s to the 2000s to remember a lot of people that he killed. I mean, there, there's some people that he, you know, there are some victims that he couldn't remember. That's under understandable 100% but for the most part everybody that he drew on on paper were victims that he remembered intimately and that's crazy to me that's fucking that's bizarre that someone is able to draw so many portraits and 
just based off memory. That's that's crazy to me. I mean, there, I mean, it's of course there's more than more than one issue there going on why he's able to do that. But the most thing is that that's crazy and bizarre that that he was able to even even do that shit. Jesus. God damn it. November 20th, 2020. Little confessed to two Florida murders for one of which another man was wrongfully convicted. You know, that's one of the good things about someone confessing to so many murders is that somewhere along the lines, wrongfully accused, wrongfully convicted individuals will now be able to be, you know, set free or reduced sentences taken off of that crime. I'm not saying that they're completely innocent. So, you know, take away all their crimes. No, 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 no. If, if they're serving say 20 years for robbery and murder, we'll take off the robbery portion of the, of the sentence and just let them serve whatever, you know, non-murder that, that, that sentence that, that they convicted. But if they're wrongfully convicted and they're, that's the only charge they have against them, let them go free. Goddamn. You have somebody who, who confessed, who confessed to the killing motherfucker. So let the guy go, let, let him go, which is nice. But 93 total murders. I'm just, I'm just going to keep saying that number. 93 total that he killed. So let's continue. I mean, uh, how did he die? Eventually, I mean, everyone's going to die. But how did how did Mr. Little die? I remember last time, last week, Jeffrey Dahmer had his head bashed in by another inmate who was related to one of his victims. So today, how do you think Little died? I don't know. Let's check it out. Little died on December 30th, 2020. Oh, shit. He just died last year in Los Angeles County Area Hospital. He was serving four life sentences without the possibility of parole. No final determination to the specific cause of death. But however, Little suffered from diabetes and heart problems along with other health conditions. So there's not an exact uh, there's not an exact cause of death. It could have been just, you know, his health issues finally got to him. It could have been a lot of different reasons other than someone killing him, which sucks. Someone should have. Eye for an eye, you know. Yeah, I know. Eye for an eye, you know, makes the world go blind. However, an eye for an eye in prison, I think that it's justice served in 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 on the streets. I, I believe in street justice a lot of the time. Four consecutive life sentences. Why not just sentence him to death row? I mean, I, I understand again. I understand there's a lot of people who are against capital punishment. I 100% understand that. However, there should be maybe a, a cap on who gets capital punishment. You know, I, I, there should be like a limit and criteria that 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 fits for in order for people to to go to death row or be sentenced to death penalty with with you know a a a, a, a nice path heading to to death row or, or to his final days. Don't you know what? I know that there was time. There's uh, inmates that that have been sentenced to to the death penalty, but spend 20, 30, 40 years and they die before actually being executed. So I don't know. I mean, everybody has their own opinion. That's just that's just mine. I don't think that giving someone four consecutive life sentences is is beneficial. They don't learn anything. They're not going to learn anything. So just 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 end them. That's it. They my, my theory is they didn't have the common courtesy or the morality to not kill the, the people that they killed, not, especially 93 times. 93 times isn't isn't something that you can look over. So why should the victim's families feel remorse and and and, and uh, ease, not ease, but forgiveness, not forgiveness, but I can't think of the word. But why why would why would Mr. Little have been pardoned 
from the death penalty and serve four consecutive life sentences. That doesn't make any sense to me. So getting a, a life sentence given to you, that, that doesn't make any sense to me. But again, I'm not in the law enforcement or justice system, so that is not for me to talk about. Graveyard Grumbler's final wrap. Let's wrap this episode up. I know it, it, it seems like it's a it's a 15 second episode compared to the marathon that we did last week, right? Right. Mr. Little, most prolific serial killer in the United States with 93 victims that and and sick him. He was actually convicted of 60 of the 93 murders. Uh, the other the other 33 they had difficulty finding the bodies, identifying how they murder and linking them up to uh, to Mr. Little. The only reason why they didn't give him or add on those other 33 uh, uh, vict- uh, bodies was that be- uh, they didn't have enough evidence to pin against Little. However, Little went into uh, detail and description on how he, he murdered the, the remaining 33 people. 93 fucking people this guy killed. I, I don't understand. <laughs> it blows my mind. It really does. But uh, most prolific serial killer, most definitely. 93 people, 93 victims, 60 victims confirmed. 60 victims were confirmed and 93 total that he admitted to. I, I don't have any reason to doubt him, especially him drawing portraits and giving a law enforcement and, and other law officials details on where the crime was committed, how it was committed, and where to find the bodies of the the people of the victims that that were that he uh, he he killed. It is bizarre to me that someone can do that 93 times. It's but it's bizarre to me that someone can do it one time. I mean, if it's not self-defense where it's your life or theirs, it, it makes it different where you can op- just easily walk up to someone and and lure them in and kill them without any provo- provocation 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 i don't know how to say that word my tongue's a little tight today it, it it it's it's crazy it's really crazy it really is i mean there's there's no other word to put it 93 victims he confessed to four life four life consecutive sentences i i, I think is too much again i i express i expressed my concern a lot of you might not might not agree might not agree and i 100 understand that and i'm okay with that i'm not going to be pissed off and condemn you <laughs> and blame you for whatever reason no 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 you have your opinion i have mine we can still talk and be friends i'm not that kind of guy where like oh your opinion's stupid fuck off no, hell no <laughs> hell no i'm not like that we can have our different opinions still be friends and cool I, I don't i don't mind that there's not much for me to say on samuel little on his final rap i i can honestly say that he is less i mean maybe because he didn't have he didn't go to he didn't go into detail with the exacts on how he murdered each victim the way Jeffrey Dahmer did Jeffrey Dahmer described every single thing he did which uh, uh Samuel Little was i mean he he strangled all of his victims that's that's you know that was his MO that's how he got his name the strangle the strangler and stroker Mr Samuel I, I think that as far as on the serial killer list, I don't think he's that vicious and 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 gruesome as other killers have been. So I don't think he and listen to me. I'm over here rating serial killers, but that's what I do. That's what the grumbler does. I, I, I think that, yeah, he has a high body count, but I don't think he was as, as ruthless as we'll say Dahmer, Richard Ramirez John, and, and John Wayne Gacy. I have yet to do Ted Bundy. I'm hesitant on doing Ted Bundy. I don't want to add to his celebrity anymore. He's he's already one of the most famous uh, and, and well-loved serial killers. So I don't know if I should do a Jeffrey, I mean, a, a John, 
Ted Bundy uh, uh, episode. Since I mean, there, there's already so much you can find on Ted Bundy on on net, even on Netflix, on Netflix and all that other good stuff. So I mean, if you want me to do an episode for those of you who don't know who Ted Bundy is, let me know. Graveyard Grumbler uh, podcast on Instagram. I'll do a vote. If I get enough votes with the yays or the nays, then that's how we will decide. But until then, I won't do an episode until I get the results. Uh, I'm, I'm glad he's I'm glad he died. Unfortunately, not John, not Ted Bundy. I'm glad he died, too. But I'm glad that Samuel Little died. However, I think it should have been expedited and he, he should have been uh, sent to the, to the death penalty. Whenever someone kills 93 person, they have no remorse for for mankind or humanity. So I don't think that the justice people uh, who, sh- who should have any any consideration about that either regarding him, you know. Yeah, like I said, you kill that many people, you obviously know what you're doing. So why not just die early? It just makes sense to me. Uh, I, that that's pretty much the bottom line of what I have to say on my final rap. Other than that, it was a great episode. I, I liked it. I mean, it was, it was not the, nothing like the marathon that I had last week, which it was a long one. Next time, I'm not going to do an hour and forty something minutes. I'm going to break it out. Part one, part two, because Jesus, that took a long time. Announcements again. I, I'm still writing my stories for the for the Patreon. I, I I haven't released any any stories as of yet for two reasons. One, I'm still writing stories so I can have enough content so I don't have to worry about and stress about making content each month or each couple of weeks. Uh, I, I I also haven't. Find, I, I mean, I'm still working on my intro so I can make sure that it it's not stupid and boring like a lot of the other scary podcast. Uh, intros are and you know i'm not i'm not saying any i'm not pointing out any certain uh podcast however don't don't get me wrong but there's just a lot of cheesy ones that think that they're scaring you and they're they're, they're, the intros are stupid and so i don't want my intro to be stupid i want people to get attention especially if you're going to pay for it i I want you to enjoy it and and tell me oh shit that shit the intro was really good uh other than that there's nothing much new episode next weekend i actually got a suggestion from a listener that i will be doing Next week, it's going to be another another serial killer, another true crime, uh, new, another true crime episode. So stay tuned for that. I am excited, but other than that, there is nothing else to uh, to uh, announce. Again, I appreciate each and every one of my listeners. Thank you so much for continuing to listen to the podcast. I deeply appreciate that from the bottom of my heart. And if you're if you're ever bored, follow me on Graveyard Grumbler Podcast uh, on Instagram. And if you're, <laughs> I'm not joking around. I mean, you you message me, and I will message you back. If you want to have a conversation, I will have a conversation with you. It's not a big deal to me. I mean, you know, that's that's what I put the Instagram up there for, so people can follow, ask questions, and carry on conversation. It doesn't bother me. I I, I enjoy talking to people who listen to my podcast. It makes me feel good. Uh, other than that, everyone, thank you very much, and as always. Good morning, good day, good night, goodbye. This is the end, this is the end, this is the end. Beautiful friend, friend, friend. Graveyard Grumbler Graveyard Podcast. Grumbler.